Hey guys. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of The Selfie Show. Where we are bringing you the weekly dose of sweet and salty. I am Tori, the founder and now co-host of The Selfie Show. I am a nurse, blogger, and podcaster. And I'm Sam. I'm a nurse, powerlifter, podcaster, and co-host of The Selfie Show. And today, buckle up, it's fun. This is... We got Ryan in the house. (laughs) This worked out so well. She happened to be in LA, and so we got her in studio with us for you guys. Which is always fun when we can share a little drink Uh with the guests. Yeah, we got to... We, we popped a couple White Claws, mango flavored. Always. Delicious. Um, and then we're doing a quick intro today because I'm heading up. We're, dri- we're driving to a baby shower. My brother's baby shower is this weekend. Woo woo. Sam, what are you doing this weekend? Anything good? Mm, I'm going to Dave Chappelle tomorrow. <gasps> yeah. Hales. Yeah, it's been on my bucket list. Uh, we but were going like, to go with you and then yeah. sadly we can't go. Aunt Tory duties. Yes, yes. Okay, unpopular opinion of the week, Queen. What do we got? Raisins, oatmeal, nuts do not belong in desserts. I don't care. Cookies, brownies, any baked goods, they ruin them. They make them worse. Stop doing that. <laughs> Sadly, I definitely agree with this 100%. So all of you nuts, nutty nut nuts out there, we Stop don't. Stop ruining desserts. We can't. Save I can't. them for yourself, but don't bring them to events. There's, if you want to make cookies for yourself that taste like shit, that's fine. <laughs> but don't bring them to a party and get people all excited that you brought cookies just to find out that there's nuts in them or that they're raisins in them. There's nothing worse than biting into a cookie and thinking like, oh, this is a chocolate chip cookie. And then it's a fucking raisin. The absolute disappointment of a I, raisin. Is- no, it's not good. I don't want it done. No, I agree 100% with this one. Or I get excited. Brownies and then there's nuts in them. Mm. Like why? Okay. What about peanut butter? Peanut butter. Yes. On everything. Okay. All the time. I love peanut butter. What about like, like- peanut butter cookies are delicious. Peanut yeah. butter. Have you ever had a brownie with like peanut butter like mm. layer? That's mm-hmm. bomb too. Oh, or a brownie layered. Yeah. Oh, that's done. Yeah. What about marshmallows? I don't like marshmallows. I think they're, Ooh. I don't like that texture. See, I, like, I like marshmallows in yeah. mine. Mm-mm. I could do that. No. Yeah, 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 yeah. But nuts, no. Extra sprinkles. Keep, I'll take sprinkles all day. It's fine, but it's like keep the nuts to your own personal. That good. Personal baked goods. Don't share them with the rest of us. We don't want your nuts. We don't want your brown or your. Or like banana muffin muffins. Like bleh. That's fine. Just don't put nuts in them. Ugh. Banana muffins are delicious. And banana know. bread is bomb. Banana bread with nuts ruined. I don't think I'm a banana bread person. Have then. you ever had good banana bread? I think I have. And I just never. I it's never like have. the thing that I reach for. If there's like well-made banana bread and you put just a little bit of butter on it and heat it up. It is Ooh, okay. bomb. But okay. if there's nuts on it, you just ruin the whole thing. Yeah, that's that's not the way. I it's could the maybe way. deal, like I'll eat a chocolate chip oatmeal cookie. Ugh. I don't Ooh. want to, but I'll eat it. <laughs> like it's not my choice. Right. But if you swap out the chocolate chips for raisins, now you've just offended me. That's, that's fucking rude. I'm I'm not here for that. No. Yeah, absolutely not. Keep it to yourself. Don't ruin good baked goods. Yes. Thank you. Yes. Make desserts good again. Make desserts <laughs> great again. <laughs> All right, you guys. We are getting into it with Ryan P. this week. Literally one of our favorite ladies. Ryan P. is an ICU travel nurse. She's a TikTok creator killing it over there. She's an advocate, social media girly, and truly one of our favorite people. She's one of the leading influencers on TikTok. Like 200 yeah. followers. She's killing it, man. 9.2 million likes. She talks about the ins and outs of her life. She shares her stories, talks about 
lifestyle tips mm-hmm. for practice, really educates new nurses and the realness of what it means to be a modern day nurse. And she's just very authentic. We're here for it. Yeah. I, this is how, this is why we love her is yes. because all her TikToks. She's like us. Yeah. Kind of like TikTok star. Yeah. Yeah. With an accent, with yeah. a Southern accent. <laughs> yes. I'm so here for it. Also fun fact, you guys, she has her bachelor's in Spanish and speaks Spanish fluently, by the way, which I think is absolutely amazing. She's been working in healthcare since she was 18 years old and she's been working as a travel nurse for in the ICU as well. Um, she's worked medical, she's worked surgical, tele-units, um, and she's just so much fun today. Today, we really just have a great time with her. We do some thought-provoking conversation. She's a mover, she's a shaker, and someone that we are thrilled to have on today. So without further ado, let's get Ryan P. on the sh- Let's welcome Ryan P. to the show. I can talk, you guys. <laughs> okay, let's get into it. Okay, you know, we start off our our episodes nice and spicy here. Okay, Ryan, what is your unpopular opinion? Uh, It's got to be, I think figs are overrated. Oh! I hate figs. Oh, sorry. I just got really excited. It's a bad vibe. I don't like them. (laughs) I don't like them. Okay, let's... And that's a hill I'll die on. Why? I want two parts. Like, one, the actual... Scrubs themselves. That between... part don't care about. Okay. No idea. I want to hear. I them. cannot speak on them. I've never put them on my body. Okay. They're not size Neither inclusive. They're not. I wear an if extra you large, large uh-huh. pants. And I wear a size six leggings and I wear extra large pants. What the fuck? Exactly. And if you ever look at their Instagram, it's just, I don't mm-hmm. know. I don't, I don't, I get a bad vibe from it. It's yeah. not inclusive at all. They only send stuff to like the pretty traditionally athletic, attractive, look, yes, leisure, like girl, influencers. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I don't like it. Yeah. So. I'm That's the hill I'll die on. Everybody, everybody loves them. No, I will never spend my money on face. What do you wear? I wear Carhartts because, uh, yeah, I'm a Southern girl. Love that for you. <laughs> yes. I like the Carhartts. They have a lot of pockets. That's my thing. Okay. More yeah. pockets, the better. That's true. But I just don't like figs. And everybody everybody loves them. Like where I work, it's the, it's the thing to wear the figs and it's the trendy. joggers. Oh, my gosh. I'm so tired of trends. Me too. <laughs> so trendy. I remember when they first came out, they were like the cool, cool girl. So it's like the mean girls of nursing were figs. Gives me sorority vibes. Okay, that's yeah. not true. When we, well, okay, backstory. When we first started. Well, they didn't exist. I said when exactly. figs started. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I said when yeah. figs started. Yeah. So when we that started, was, a long time the cool then. ones were Barco's Grey's Anatomy scrubs. Oh, yeah. Because Grey's Anatomy at that yeah. time was like popping. So all the girls were wearing Grey's Anatomy. And then it morphed into figs. And here we are. Yeah, I just can't. I can't get behind it. Uh, I feel like they've done a great job branding. Clearly, they've done well. They sell it. I'm sure they sell a shit ton of figs. genius. I have other reasons why I don't really like it. There, it figs. feels disingenuous to me sometimes when they do try to be more inclusive. Yeah, like they're just like it's. They feel performative. Yes, to me exactly. It doesn't to me. It doesn't feel authentic. Mm-hmm. Something about the figs brand. It just feels slimy. Mm. I don't like it. It's a bad vibe. I love that. I'm all right. I'm gonna sip that tea. We're here for that. <laughs> Okay, so let's get some backstory because uh, we want to give some context to the listeners. We obviously love you. We found you on TikTok. Yeah. Long time ago. But let's get backstory. Where are you from? Let's get all the deets, all yeah. the goods. So my name is Ryan and I am from Nashville, Tennessee. I was born and raised there. I am a ICU nurse right now. I've tra- been a travel nurse. I've traveled. I pretty much just traveled to California and then back. But I also work PR in an ER. I've done some float pool stuff. I uh, went to school out in Tennessee. I love to travel. 
Uh, that's pretty much it. I'm pretty straightforward. Now so. you're a social media girly. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's true. I guess that has kind of become a big part of my life out here, which is funny. I started, I came to California last year for my travel contract, and it was really funny because I filmed a TikTok in California. Up until that point, most of my content had been just like videos of me traveling across the country. I thought that was what I was going to get big in. I was like, I'm going to get big yeah. making travel content, all these cool <laughs> little videos. And then I came out here and I was actually in um. What is that city up there? That Bakersfield. I was in Bakersfield. Oh. I was driving through Bakersfield because we were going to the national parks. I was driving through Bakersfield. We stopped at this little rinky-dink gas station, mm-hmm. and I was, like, bitching about my old job about nursing, and I just made this video, and it blew up, like, immediately. I was like, fuck that hospital. That hospital don't give a fuck about you. <laughs> and it sat in my drafts for probably, like, Mm, two or three days I was like do I want to post this am I going to ruin my career as a nurse oh my gosh yeah. what is my mom going to say totally. and then <laughs> I posted it and it just blew up and it resonated with so many people mm-hmm. and um, from then that point on I was like I guess I can just talk about nursing that's weird because nursing has always been an important part of my identity but not necessarily the forefront thing of me I've always been it's always been important to me to have other things that I cultivate about my life that's yeah. not necessarily nursing and so it was weird that all of a sudden this TikTok became about nursing. Because totally. all of a sudden I was Nurse Ryan. And I was like, what? I'm You're Nurse like, Ryan. I'm Ryan. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, cause to be I, a nurse. I, well, I never tell anybody I'm a nurse yeah. when I'm out and about. Yeah, yeah. It's like the last thing I want to tell people. Like if we're out and partying, I'm like, I, no, 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 no. No, do not. No, I'm not a nurse. Don't tell anybody that. <laughs> My biggest fear so. is being on an airplane and them being like, I know. are there any doctors or nurses on board? And I'll be like, eh? <laughs> anyone somebody not me not, not it me. not it yeah that's i every time i get on a plane i like pray I'm like dear lord please let everybody just keep breathing and yep. beating on this flight breathing that's and like beating. it's funny because sam and i talk a lot about that in terms of social media and like identity right mm-hmm. so i've talked about this before i literally hate that the word nurse is in my handle sometimes because i'm like we really like the idea of you nursing is what you do not who you are yes And I think that's just something that a lot of us really struggle with as in nursing. And I think a fundamental issue in our profession is that we get so invested emotionally and then we get so frustrated and burnt out because we Mm -hmm. feel like that's such a big part of our identity. And I like the idea that what you're saying is kind of like the separate have like the categories, if you will, of your life. Yeah. And that's, I don't know. It was, it's always been important to me to make sure that there's still, even if tomorrow I lost my nursing license and I never practiced again, I would still have something about me that I was proud about, that there were still things about myself that I loved that had nothing to do with what I, how I make money or yeah. what my career is. Would you ever change your handle? <sighs> no. To put you on the spot? No. I'm like, I you wouldn't. brought it up. I'm like, to put you on the spot. Yeah, no, I wouldn't. And here's why. Because I like the idea of, you know, it makes it easier to find in terms, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, it's more of a branding thing that I really think is, I, I do like that. <laughs> in terms of branding but I don't think I would especially at this point because that's how people know the handle when they're searching you know people get really attached to certain things and I'm like at this point I think it's too far in the game for our, for us to do that I mean I don't know I yeah. do but I like the idea of the categories right and like you know doing that but I don't think I can do that uh, anymore you know yeah it was well, it was funny because when I first made that TikTok I like my handle on TikTok was my full name just very simple yeah. and then it that blew up of me saying fuck that hospital I don't <laughs> give a fuck about you and I was like I think I'm gonna have to change this I yeah. don't want anybody to find me yeah for <laughs> sure like, and I was like I guess Ryan P that's me is okay I guess yeah. I never thought that it would become such a thing or like mm-hmm. become my handle or be what I was how people knew me yeah and maybe if I had known that I would have thought a little bit harder about what I changed it to but I didn't <laughs> I just 
I just knew I needed to get I needed to get my name off of it is what I needed to do. So I did. Well, you're blowing up. Yeah. And now it's like, well, whatever. They Look know who you. I am. Yeah, yeah. I work night shifts, so nobody knows I work wherever I work. Yeah. You're like, <laughs> I just keep a low profile. Yeah. yeah. Oh, definitely. Lady, I'm lady very of the low nights. key at work. Yes. Mm-hmm. Very low key. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to get a little into like the ICU or your, my, maybe more like nurse background. Likes, dislikes. How did you choose your specialty? All those fun things. So I started off working, actually, I've been working in the hospital since I was 18. I started off as a phlebotomist. I did that for about a year and a half and I really enjoyed it, but I wanted something a little bit more like nursing. So I went and became a tech in the ICU and I enjoyed that, did that for another year and a half through nursing school. And then I just loved the ICU because it's such, like, it's such a high performance. Like you have to critically think all the time. You have so much autonomy when you work in the ICU. Mm -hmm. And I really enjoyed that. So especially where I worked at, I worked at a community hospital and the doctors weren't there at night that, you know, you had to page them or call them and mm-hmm. you had all these protocols we followed, you know, like we would just like, like if somebody needed to check sex, right. I'd be like, well, per protocol, I just put it in. Right. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, I go to other places. They don't do that. But <laughs> I was, I was really operating like as an NP, just as a bedside nurse, right. you know what I mean? And so I really enjoyed that. And that was, that was what I knew that I loved doing. And I liked working at that high level of really intense all the time. So, uh, which I thought was cool. I thought I'd find that in the ER, but the ER is not necessarily like that because you have providers there all the time. Right. So it's a little bit different. What are all the, so you've done in terms of like what um, units have you worked in? Like where is your. So I, I did, so I did the ICU for those, my first like two years as a, as a new grad. And then I did a float nurse. So I floated between step down units, medical units, oncology units, telemetry units. I did the whole thing. And then I also, I, uh. Ended up traveling just in the ICU. I do just medical ICU. Yeah. That's my big specialty. I mean, I've seen all kinds of different things, but I'm not specialized in any specific ICU. And then I uh, ended up getting a PRN in the ER just because I wanted something a little bit different. So mm-hmm. I spice it up a little bit. But that's been that's been my special. My specialty is just MICU. What's the biggest difference? I want to get into this between California and Tennessee. Let's get into these. Okay, lovely. Tennessee is like I say this all the time. It is a wild wild west of nursing. <laughs> There's no rules. It's just it's rough out there, y'all. Y'all <laughs> y'all got and I was telling them earlier, y'all ain't got no idea cuz out here in California they have it so good. Mm-hmm. And I loved I loved being out here cuz every day was great to go into work. You have ratios, it's so safe, you yeah. feel so protected. You know you're not going to get thrown under the bus. Your providers are so nice to you out here. And out there, it's it's so different because you have really no you, you have no leg to stand on. You can't. Everybody just gets treated badly, and they just take it because there's no other way that they know how to be treated. Right. So it's it's way different, and the care that is provided to patients out here is so much better. And I wish I could take that home to the patients that I see in my own community. You know. Do you think that's something you could kind of see changing now that I feel like in the pandemic drove so many nurses to travel? And the younger generation is also kind of just like, we don't have to deal with this shit. Mm-hmm. Do you think that that's going to start to change the culture of nursing maybe in other states? I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful because I know a lot of the younger nurses as well as the older nurses that left to travel, a lot of them are looking at it very differently. That's, And I think, I think that I'm hopeful that it will change, but mm-hmm. I'm also realistic in that I think it's going to take a while if it does change. But to be able to them, I think, and I think like social media helps with it a lot too, yeah, to agree. be able to see oh my gosh out in california like they only have two patients that's what they're mandated to are you kidding how mm-hmm. like how does that work because of course back there they say that the ratios are this way but that's not how it turns out because somebody calls out and then somebody you know someone calls out or your short staff for three nights or whatever and that the, the ratios are out the window whereas out here it's so protected but i think that knowing more about that especially in the states where like 
like the southern, the southeast, knowing that and knowing that that exists is very helpful. And I think that that will make a big difference as more nurses graduate and get come out of school and into the new grad life. What was behind your decision to travel? Uh, I didn't make any money. Uh-huh. <laughs> I, well, and, I was, and I was in a float pool position. I was uh-huh. so my my dad thought I was crazy when I left to travel. So I ended up I had like transitioned to a float pool position, which those are probably the highest paid positions out there. Yeah, the float uh-huh. nurses. Same here. And they're they're paid well because you get treated horribly. Like I was treated terrible. I'd float to three different units throughout the night. I would always go to the most short staff units, which meant I always had the most patients. I had to go to units. I didn't know where anything was every night. It was just terrible. So I was, but I was paid like $50 an hour, which out there at the time was way more Mm -hmm. than anything else. Because like when I started, I think I made $22 an hour as a new grad. So to then transition to $50 an hour, oh, I was bougie. I was living (laughs) in, I could afford things like to live and eat and not worry about my next paycheck. It was amazing. But I ended up leaving because there was so much money in COVID nursing. And I also had gotten, I didn't feel like I was appreciated in the position Mm -hmm. that I was in. Mm -hmm. Like I was working and the ICU, you know, I'd been there for two years and I'd also been there for years as a tech before. So I was like an incredibly, I felt like I had a great wealth of knowledge about the unit and the specific protocols and everything. And I like would, I was running codes like through COVID. I was just running straight ACLS protocols while the docs would be lying and then doing stuff like that. And I like, I remember I was doing just all this crazy stuff and I thought, dang, nobody's ever said thank you to me out here. Instead, they just keep giving me three patients. Instead, they just say, oh, well, Ryan, you can handle it. So <laughs> you can take all these patients. And I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. Why y'all punish me for doing good? Hold on. <laughs> yeah. Like, y'all should be appreciating me. Right. So yeah. I went, and then I went, so I went to Flow Pool to see if that changed it up, and it wasn't any better. So money was happening, and was calling. Everybody talked about how great the California nursing was. So I came out and took a contract out here. And also the contracts at the time had shortened a lot. Yeah. So before that, it was like 13 weeks exclusively. Now it's like but eight. then Yeah, exactly. And so yeah. I, I ended up taking a six-week contract yeah. out here, and I loved it. It was great. Just doing six weeks. Like it was like I just showed up, everybody got to know me, then I was out. Bye. <laughs> like it's no drama, no politics. It was cool. I enjoyed it. So yeah, yeah. What's the I mean, I, it's what's the pulse like in Tennessee right now for nursing or healthcare in general? It's quite anxious out there, I think. Uh, everybody, of course, with all the Vanderbilt stuff going on with the trial and everything, everybody's acutely aware of how we have no leg to stand on anywhere. You know, like everybody, it's, I don't know, everyone that I've talked to is very anxious about it. They're talking about like, you know, it used to be you would hang a bag of fluids and you would just hang your bag of fluids, but now we don't do anything without scanning it. Like the other day my scanner broke and I had to go find a new one. I couldn't find a new one. I ended up like calling my chargers and I was like, Hey, verify all these meds with me. Cause I ain't giving this stuff like just Mm -hmm. off my own no more. It's just like, it was a Pepsi. It wasn't anything intense. But I was like, look (laughs) at this Pepsi. It says 30 milligrams. And I said, okay, see, you see, we're good. All right. I'm putting your name in the comments. We ain't doing this. I was like, I ain't going to trial. I don't like Glenn Funk. I ain't doing it. Y'all ain't taking me down. I make a lot of money like this. This is my living. Yeah, yeah, this is what I do. <laughs> yeah, so I was like, uh, but so that no, it's very anxious. Uh, especially a lot of the younger nurses are very, very anxious. The older nurses, not so much, but it's just there's just such an anxiety about it. And then I think it's just there's no trust. We know that at any moment they're just going to throw us under the bus to save themselves. And it's like we've always kind of known that, but yeah. it's just but become, now it's like in your right? face. Yes, in, your in face. our face. Yeah. We are totally aware of it, and it sucks because like everybody know, like none of us agreed with the way that things went down in Nashville. None of us agreed that she ever should have been prosecuted, right? Because we see it, especially with the conditions we work in, right? 
And we know, like, we know it could have been any of us. Maybe not necessarily that degree. I'm sure, like, hopefully, God, right, God right. willing, there would have been some red flag that went off to me. <laughs> For sure. Mm-hmm. But still, we know that the positions they put us in aren't safe. Well, and I was going to say, too, like, my perspective on that is just I feel very humbled, right? It's like, okay, maybe we wouldn't have bypassed all that. But I am not above that to sit there and say, I don't make mistakes. And I don't, you know, as a nurse, I'm like, I'm humbled. You know, I'm at a point where I'm like, all right, and I am, I'm on it. Like when I'm giving these beds now, I'm like, I am so on it because I'm just like, I don't, you know, it's not worth it. It's not worth your license. It's not worth it. So yeah, I mean, I think we're all very acutely attuned to this. Everyone, I think everybody's paying attention to these situations yeah. right now. And then, uh, yeah, and it's, it's just, and it's really hard because out there we just get so used to practicing unsafely. Like not just it our becomes individual. Your norm. Yeah, it's so normal out there just to send somebody down an MRI. Like, cause I remember we have a group chat that we were talking about all this in between a bunch of different TikTok nurses and they were talking about, well, I, you know, why did that happen? Why was the patient unmonitored here and there? And I'm like, y'all, I never worked out here. Cause honestly, mm-hmm. that doesn't sound that rare to me. Like, right. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's, that's not, yeah. You know, like they were on a PCU unit. They had orders to go to the floor that was unmonitored. So why would you not send them down to MRI unmonitored? Mm-hmm. It's not that mm-hmm. weird to me. Right. And they were like, what? Really? <laughs> I was like, yeah, sorry. They're like, but they came from a step down unit. I was like, I don't, that, what's that got to do with it? The order said no. It's so interesting from state to state how different nursing is. Isn't that crazy? And we all take the same boards. I know. We all took the same boards. We all had to go through the same. Funny enough, though, you all take the same boards, but it's there's not a national nursing license. There you go. Some states are in a compact state, but then California is not part of that compact. And it's like other states aren't as well. And it's, yeah. This is why we need a national union. But then it is funny how, like, in a nursing uh staffing shortage crisis you can get a temporary california license like that to come to in a travel assignment and get paid but it's double like, triple again you're not part of the compact you're not part it's just it's a bizarre system i would love i i hope there's a day where we're working where we have standardized ratios where we just have across the board that it's just better for everyone it's better and ultimately it's better for the patient that's the focus right it's like yeah. it should always be better for the patient yeah, it really is. And like when I, like I said, when I came out to California, oh my gosh, my patients got met because I was used to like a high performance having to work super duper hard to take care of my three ICU patients or mm-hmm. if I was on PCU to take care of my five step down oh, patients. God. So, you know, I was, I was used to working at that very, very high level and being such a good, like efficient worker because mm-hmm. I had to be, that was the only way things got done was I did it all at one time and everybody got their meds by nine o'clock and everything was chartered by 10. Like I was, I was running, like I was running my ass off for yeah. the first three hours of my shift. And so when I came out here and they only had, you know, they gave me two patients <laughs> or I went to PCU and they said, oh yeah, we only take three up here. I thought, well, this is amazing. <laughs> this is amazing. I know. I was like, I could just, everybody gets a bath. Everybody's tucked in. Everybody gets their meds on time. Wow. This is great. And you get to yeah. pee. Uh, oh my God. And you get a break. And, and, then, yeah, and then some lady came around and told me she was my break nurse. Oh my, I about passed <laughs> out. Yeah. Y'all laughed. I was amazed. I said, do you know how many times I've taken a break as a night shift nurse? No, I sit right here in front of this computer and eat. And if somebody call, I go off, I still have to answer it. Like, that's just the way it yeah. is. It's the way we do things out there. I don't know. Yeah. It was hor- It was yeah. crazy. I just, I was in hog heaven out here is what we say. I was, I loved it out here. I loved it. It was yeah, amazing. Yeah. yeah. Even like your best day is still like, oh yeah. Worst, you know that's what, what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Like the one day they sent, they sent me to telemetry and they were like, oh, sorry, Ryan, you came in today. You're going you're gonna to have to go to the telly floor. So sorry. It's your turn to float. You're, you're on travel here. I was like, okay, whatever. So I went to the telly floor and they said, well, you've got three med surge patients, but at one telly, so you, you're maxed out. You can't get another one because you have one telly patient. And I thought just, so like three plus one is four, right? I have four. <laughs> okay. Four. Right. So that's it. And they're like, yeah, you can't get another because you know, 
Sorry, yeah. sorry, we had to give you four. And I was like, what? And then they're like, and this tech over here, she takes all your sugars and uh, she'll get your vitals. Oh, I said, well, what am I supposed to do? <laughs> I swear, everybody was done by 830. I was like, what am I supposed to do? Yeah. And then I just sat up there all night talking about how much I loved it up there. They were like, you are so good for the culture here. Can you come back? <laughs> I was like, I'm a morale booster. Yeah, you're making your I know. I was up. I felt like I was telling them old war stories. <laughs> I did. We sat at the nurses' station, and yeah. they were talking, and they were like, "What's nursing like in Tennessee?" I was like, "Well, y'all sit down. Let me tell you what it's like <laughs> out there. It's horrible." You're like, gather around the campfire. I, know, I was like, y'all just. Was like, Let me tell you, it's rough out there. You see yeah. this break nurse? Yeah. Mm, I've mm. never seen one in my life. This is amazing. <laughs> I was like, this is like they had no idea. They were just looking at me in shock. Their jars were all on the floor. They said, "You'd have seven med surge patients." I was like, on a good night, yeah, seven. Mm. You're like, I hope it's only seven. Yeah, and I hope honestly, I hope they can all walk too. That'd be pretty cool. <laughs> Otherwise, they're all seven total carriers, and that's not a good night. That's oh my God. I know. Yeah, yeah. See, it's Aww. rough out there, and that was what I was used to. I was just okay, whatever. That's fine. This is what you got to do. Got got to do what you got to do. And now, like, if I went to a travel assignment and they tried to give me seven pages, I'd be like, oh no, no, no. I know my no. rights. I'd be like, uh, uh-uh. uh. Y'all know who y'all giving these seven pages to? I'm only taking six. <laughs> That's my limit now. I'm like, I take six. I can't take no more. If you want me to take any of them, I'm taking six. Yeah. So I'll, nope, I ain't doing no seven, eight. And I'm never doing that again. Oh my gosh. Never. I think my worst night was I got floated to an ER one time, like as a med surge nurse or I was in the float pool and they sent me to the ER and we had all these holds that didn't have beds and they didn't, you know, it was during COVID. So there was nowhere to send them either. So they were like, okay, well, you're going to you know, take these new patients, whatever, whatever. I went through 17 patients in one night. Oh, my God. Because they kept bringing me the Jeez. admits, and then they said, well, they got beds upstairs. So I just, like, flipped my rooms around in the ER all day. Jeez. It was horrible. 17. I, I, and I thought to straight. myself, when I left, I thought, I can't tell you not one thing about one of these patients. I don't yeah. know anything about them. Yeah. Not one thing. And that was what inspired my TikTok. That was after mm-hmm. that night, and I, well, I quit and left, and... That, that that night was horrible, and I, that was what I was thinking about when I made my very first TikTok that went viral. Was I was thinking about, wow, they really they did me dirty that night, yeah. and most nights for that for a matter of fact. Oh my god! Oh well, one of speaking of TikToks, one of the videos you did, and we actually did a little piece on this a couple episodes ago. And what I thought was so interesting, and you brought up this idea of in nursing, in order to survive, kind of mentally, you. You're, you have to give a fuck while simultaneously not giving a fuck. And I thought that was like the most profound thing that I was like, yes, this is like literally how I think. And it's funny because in my head, I was like, what you're doing is really categorizing or you're um, compartmentalizing what you do. Right. So it's like, you're doing what you're do- You're good at it. You're focused on it. You're like, this is, I'm, I love what I'm doing, but then I got to shut it off. Yes. At a certain point. Yeah. And I just think like, I don't know. One, I love all of your TikToks, but I thought you could speak a little bit to this about, you know, your experiences like burnout and like, where are you at right now with your nursing? Um, Okay. Before we get into that, we just want you to work smarter, not harder. Absolutely. You guys know we love Picmonic. This is an audio visual learning platform designed for all healthcare students from RNs, MDs, DOs, CNAs, LPNs, NPs, and the like. It is a study tool of choice for learning thousands of the most difficult to remember and most frequently tested topics. It's used by over 1 million healthcare students worldwide. It is interactive digital flashcards for students and it helps increase retention by 331 percent which is insane they are quick and effective two minute mnemonic videos they connect and build 
to remember facts with unforgettable characters, tie the facts all together so they're ridiculously memorable for you guys. They help reinforce what you learn and track your progress with thousands of build-in, rapidly review multiple choice quizzes. This is just amazing. We could not recommend this anymore. I have used it. I am a huge fan of this resource tool. Join over 1.3 million students who use their quick and effective picture mnemonics study aids to boost performance in school. They also have an NCLEX workbook and nursing cheat sheets to pair with their app for NCLEX prep. Um, as a nursing professor, <laughs> 10 out of 10 recommend do it. Absolutely. So head over to picmonic.com. That's P-I-C-M-O-N-I-C.com and use the code selfie, C-E-L-L-F-I-E for 20% off the subscription. Again, that's picmonic.com, code selfie, C-E-L-L-F-I-E for 20% off your subscription. I'm like, honestly, I'll be honest. I feel a little burnout. I've been working for a year on nights. I've been working at the same place. I just keep resigning on a contract and it's, it's a nice place. Don't, don't get me wrong. They treat me really well. I really like working there. It's a great crew, but I'm just tired of working on nights and working three days a week. I'm tired of it. It's rough. So that, that's kind of like, I think that's getting to me. I know I need to take a break again, but like, but the, the, the part about it is I think the nights is wearing on me more, but it's not so Mm -hmm. much the work anymore. I'm very good at leaving it where it is. And I see a lot of new grads, they come out and they get so upset about, you know, like, why aren't we doing this for this patient? Why isn't this patient doing this? Like, why won't they go home and take their meds? Why won't they do da 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 And I'm like, look, there's only so much in this life that I can control. Yeah. And I'm just going to make sure that what I can control gets done and it gets done well and I do my best. But after that, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Like, if this patient wants their, you know, wants their family member to bring them in a burger, whatever. I ain't got nothing to do with that. Like, they know that's not part of their diet. I can tell them that. Right. But what they got to do with me, right. ultimately, eat your burger. They're going to go home and eat their burger. Right. So it doesn't matter. Right. But, you know, like they, they get so tore up in all these little details of, could we have done something different? What is about this? And, and I'm like, no, it's just, y'all got to stop worrying about stuff you yeah, can't control. You brought mm-hmm. up that point, and I thought it was really, really poignant, was you can't control what the, the 20, 30 years of the issue that brought the patient exactly. in. You're not going to undo the smoking, the crappy eating, the this, the lifestyle, the abuse, the trauma. Like you can't, you can't undo all that, but you can get the meds on time. You can mm-hmm. make sure they're comfortable. You can do your best to do every single thing, call the provider. And I thought that was so, and I agree with you because I think what's interesting is I hit burnout big time. Like Sam knows, like I went to NP school for a year and decided that wasn't for me. I've moved around and shifted around a lot. And I just thought that was really profound and really interesting because that's kind of what I think I've learned to do is to try and really focus on, okay, I can't control the fact that X, Y, and Z happen, but I'm going to do the fucking best I can right now in this mm-hmm. moment. Like I'm in it, like I'm doing it. And then I try my best to leave it there. And then go live my life. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And that's, yeah, 100%. And I, I see it a lot. Like, I think working in Tennessee has been helpful that way because so many people have so many comorbidities and so many systemic issues working against them there. Like, you just, you have no idea till you go out and work with that specific patient population. There's just so many things that work against people. And it's like, I can't fix that. Like, I can't fix the fact they can't get their insulin. I can't fix all these things. And it's unrealistic of me to hold myself to that standard. To think it's that wearing. I can. It's really weird. Yeah, wearing. it's like, why am, I, why am I being hard on myself when this is a systemic issue out here? Yeah. Like, I ain't going to fix systemic poverty and systemic racism all in one fatal swoop at night. I can't do that. Yeah. But I can, you know, turn somebody and I can make sure they feel okay. And I can talk to them for a little bit about where they're from and what they like to do and make them feel like a human. And that's, you know, that's to me, I help my patients know that I see them and I hear them. And that's my greatest hope for them. As I, you know, like I love who they are as people and I, you know, I'm, doing, I'm giving them the best that I can. 
Mm-hmm. And that whenever I'm talking to them in that moment with them, I hope they know that that's the, I'm giving them my best foot forward that I have at that moment. Yeah. So we did like a whole kind of episode almost on this topic. And we've kind of even today discussed and highlighted all the problems in healthcare. At the end of the day, though, do you think working in healthcare is really worth it? If you do it right, yes. Ooh, yeah. That's the answer. I think for a lot of people, it's not. I think a lot of people can't separate that, like what we're talking about. They can't separate themselves from the idea that they need to fix everything. Some people, and a lot of, they see that a lot in the ICU. I think people are kind of, when they come out to go into the ICU, there's a, there's a specific type that goes into the ICU. Totally. Like, so I don't want to say savior complex, but a little bit, Yeah. you know, right? like they want to save, they want to save and they want to fix them. They want to have that ultimate control where they're, you know, taking care of things and. Different units draw different personalities. Exactly. I would agree with that. Yeah. And I I think it's really hard for a lot of them to separate their, like who, who, like what they believe about themselves from the fact that you can't save all these people, like save whatever that means. Right. 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 Mm. Yeah. What is saving someone? Exactly. Right. Exactly. So I think that, I think that working in healthcare is worth it if, if, if in certain ways, I think if for me, it's worth it as long as I have my own autonomy. As long as at the end of the day, I can say, oh, fuck this job. I want to go do something different. Yeah. And so I think healthcare offers a lot of versatility in that way. I love the freedom, right? Like exactly. Me, to me, it's mental freedom. Yes. I'm like, even if I lost this job that I'm at right now, whatever, for whatever reason, I, got, I there's so many options out there. Exactly. That's I what I like, that. too. I'm like, okay, well. Like, I think to myself, like, sometimes I do things, that, you know, the job, and I'm like, well, I don't like that. And then I think, well, you know what? This thing ends in June, and I can just go. Like, <laughs> what's keeping me people- here? Like, it's just two weeks. I just, like, all I got to do is work out a two-week notice. Yeah. Like, it's not, you know. Yeah. Ultimately, th- somebody's going to hire me. True. I think that's what people don't realize because we get a lot of questions saying, well, I'm in nursing school and between everything that's gone on in the last few years in nursing, I don't know. I'm nervous about it. it. Is it worth it? Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, you're selling yourself short by limiting your idea of what you think your role as a nurse can be. Exactly. To think that yeah. you can even only do bedside. I know. I worked with, I graduated with nurses that never went to the bedside. Yep. They just went straight to the health department. I mm-hmm. know a girl that she just swaps services all day. Cervixes all day. She loves it. Yeah. That sounds fun. Good for her. I yeah. know. Not for me, but I mean, <laughs> if that's what you like to do. And she never had to go work at it's the It's a top for every kettle. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it, so I think that got me through a lot of like nursing school too. Because even, which I mean, I like working at the bedside. I, that's where my heart is right me now. Too. And I love it. But I think... Uh, like there was always in the back of my mind okay I can do something else and so I come from a family of nurses so that was always very clear to me that the only path that it wasn't the only path to go into the ICU and work bedside or go into med surge and work bedside because my family's done so much different things with nursing okay so my grandma was a nurse and she uh, ended up working at like she worked through PEDS she did psych she worked at the VA she did all kinds of stuff like that and then she also went to a university and helped open a nursing program so she did that side of it as well, kind of like a more, she got her master's, things like that. So I was yeah. like, oh, I could do that if I wanted to. Yeah. I could work at the university. Nice. Mm-hmm. And then my mom, uh, she was actually a surgical nurse. So she um, did like pre-op, post-op, same day PACU stuff. Mm-hmm. And then she did management for a while. And now she does infection prevention. Oh, oh cool. Which, oh, it's a, yeah, it's a big deal right now with this whole infection stuff going around. Yeah. But it's a big deal. Like, it's just, it's just cool. She hunts down infections and makes sure people wash their hands. <laughs> Yeah, Love she's the, yeah no she's like she's everybody she's knows. the hand washing oh, queen. Yeah. yeah, we had a family member in the hospital a couple weeks ago, and it was wild. I was like, I was like, so like, hey, it's like you. Every nurse that walks in here is getting their hands washed because they see who's sitting in here. You know that. I hope you know these <laughs> nurses that are walking in have the best hand hygiene because she's they're gonna rat, she's gonna rat them out if they don't. 
sure. But um, it was cool. And then, like, my brother is a, he worked bedside for a couple of years, but now he's actually a psych mental health nurse practitioner. Good for him. So Love I was, that. yeah, so I always knew that there were so many different options. And my mom is obviously friends with so many nurses. And they do all kinds of stuff. They do injections. They mm-hmm. work at IV clinics. I was like, this is, yeah, man, once you get into it. At the, I, so I do think it's worth it if you do it right. Is it worth it if you go and you work somewhere you hate for 30 years? Probably not. Absolutely. And if, you hate the, but yeah, if, you, if you're in mm-hmm. nursing school and you think, wow, I don't think I could ever work bedside, like then don't work bedside. Yeah. It's that simple. Go find something else. Would you ever go back to school? Uh, so I, I, I did what kind of what you did. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I want to be a psych mental health nurse practitioner. That'd be so cool. I get to yeah, diagnose yeah. people and give them their Lexapro. How fun. <laughs> and then I did it and I was like, this is so stupid. <laughs> I was like, I don't ever want to do this. That's what I thought. I was in school and I was doing it. And I, it, well, first of all, it was, a, I thought it was kind of an easy program. So it, it was, I just thought it was kind of easy. It wasn't as hard as I was hoping it would be because I mm. wanted something more mentally challenging. And it was so easy. And I'm mm. like, this is just not even worth it. Yeah. I was like, this is like, I was like, I don't even want to go do what Trey does. Like I called up, I called as my brother Trey. I was like, hey, what does a normal day look like for you? And he was like, oh, I do this. And sometimes I did. And I was like, oh, that sounds horrible. <laughs> I was like, that sounds, because he's always, he has to deal with like a lot of like systemic issues where he's like trying to get patients different places and they can't and things like mm-hmm. that, you know, like he's like, well, this patient's homeless, so they can't go to this place and they don't have insurance. And I was like, so oh my God, I was like, that sounds horrible. Yeah, I know. And even listen to like, you know, Morgan San Diego, she's a psych mental health nurse practitioner and like, I love her and I love that she loves that. But when I hear about what her day looks like, I'm like, woof. I, I love watching her on TikTok too. Like, yeah, she's yeah. really interesting. To find. I know. I'm like, yeah. but man, I dodged a bullet with that one because I don't want to do what you do either. <laughs> like, I think to myself, wow, okay. So I just quit. I think I did like two semesters and then I took a break and then it became a permanent break. That's what I did. <laughs> well, you know what's yeah. interesting? Okay. And I've talked about this before too. I think it actually revitalized my bedside a little bit. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I felt like, okay, I went through this year and Sam was the one who I had a mental breakdown and I called her and I was like, what am I doing? And I was like, I don't know if this is right. And Sam's like, well, do you see yourself doing this for the rest of your life? And I was basically like, no, no. Yeah. And it wasn't the right decision, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Long story short, I felt like I went back to the bedside kind of not back. I never stopped, but it, like, it just is interesting because my, my mind shift change and I was like how lucky am I that I get to work one two three days a week if I want you know depending on the week whatever and leave and be done and have like no notes and I don't have to carry all the liability and for me in my life and do this and and be able to podcast and like grow something and like for me that was really intriguing and really fun and it revitalized my bedside a little bit yeah, no, it did. And for me too, because, well, also a big part of why I wanted to go be an NP was at the time, it was the only way you could make money as a nurse, especially in Tennessee. So, you know, like, like NPs out there make $50, $60 an hour. And that was unheard of for a bedside nurse at the time. So I was like, well, I'd, you know, that'd be cool. Like, you know, I think I'd like to do that. And I think I'd like the money and whatever. Da, da, da. And then once I started looking, I was like, I don't like this at all. And then I was like, and I do love the bedside. And then luckily the bedside started paying more. So I was like, well, I guess this is just meant to be. <laughs> so I just went back to bed. But it was, I, I did come back to the bedside with a better perspective of, no, I do like doing this. This is actually where I'm supposed to be right now. Yeah. So I, I, I relate to that a lot too, what you said. How do you prevent your, your burnout? Like, what do you do? Um, uh, well, I am intense in the self-care. I go to therapy. That I've, If you are a nurse and you're not in therapy, <laughs> you need to be in therapy. <laughs> I think everybody would benefit from therapy, but especially if you're a bedside nurse, you need to be in therapy. That's my honest opinion, and I tell everybody that, and I'm very open about it. But I, I'm very heavy on separating my work from my life, and then I'm also heavy about I don't take those problems home with me. 
So I've worked a lot on that mindset and reframing how I look at patient situations and things like that. And then also, I like, man, I, I cultivate my friendships. I have such great friendships. I surround myself with people that are amazing people. Like, I, it, I do not, I try so hard not to surround myself with people that aren't in the same mindset that I'm in a growth mindset and a, just a content mindset. Good energy. Yeah, exactly. And that helps so much. Like I have friends that are like pretty much all my friends are on, you know, like they're, they all have their own issues, but they're such amazing, resilient people that I love being around. So that helps a lot too. I also travel a lot. That helps. Yeah. Traveling is really fun. Oh yeah. I know. I'm out here for a couple days. I love it in LA. Yeah. 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 I feel like that's for you, Sam too. You like to travel. She wants freedom. Just that's all I want to do. Yeah. Like I need sugar daddy so I can just travel. (laughs) I yeah. would leave nursing in a second if I had a sugar daddy. You're such a liar. I want to be my own. No, I'm literally not lying. <laughs> this is an f- actual fact. I would be gone. Uh, goodbye. Goodbye. Yeah. Goodbye. Goodbye. That's what I was trying. I mean, I was trying to get that TikTok to take off. So I wanted yeah. it so bad. Well, you are. I tra- well, I mean, yeah, but as a nurse, which is fine. Yeah, I like yeah, it. Don't yeah. get me wrong. I'm grateful for my platform. Yeah. But the first videos I made, I really wanted the travel thing to take yeah. off. I was like, this is my ticket. This is my ticket out of here. I want to just travel all the time. People are going to pay me to show their hotels. Yes. I was like staying in Motel 6s when I was like going across the country. I was like, yeah, I can't wait. Someday you guys don't have any idea. I'm, yeah. It's a come up. My videos would get like 30 views. <laughs> I, got, I got three likes. I'm blowing up. Yes. One of my favorite TikToks ever was like, everyone my age is getting married and having kids and I'm making TikToks with 10 likes and 17 <laughs> views. And I'm just like, I feel that. I feel that very heavy. In That's my energy. That's literally yeah. me. That's... I know. I, I thought I was doing it big. I think one of my videos got like 50 likes one time. I thought, whoa, 50. I'm, I'm breaking You're records. Like, I'm on my way. <laughs> I know. I I'm... really did. I was like, this is great content. I had my dog. I like would film my dog out in the national parks. Like, this is what's going to get me out of this this poverty. Like <laughs> This poverty. Yeah. Like this bedside nurse poverty. Because I was going <laughs> to like make a shit ton of money in California. Oh, my God. But I didn't have no money before I came out here. I, didn't, I mean, like I did, but I didn't. You know, yeah. so it takes a lot to come out here and spend all your money. And I spent a fortune on somewhere to stay out here in LA. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, I know. I was telling him I paid $4,000 for a place a month because I have a dog. So it was mm. difficult. So I, you don't have an emotional support animal letter? No, but does, does anybody here read them? Does that matter? Yes. Oh. Rambo and Moses are my emotional support animals. That's what allows them in the building, but it doesn't change the Yes, rate. it does. Because if you have a pet, no, I'm rates will usually be higher yeah. than a pet and i was period. a new travel no, nurse they i wasn't on game if you, they're an emotional support animal they cannot it's against the fair and equal housing mm. trade act okay unless it's a unit. i know private owners if you were with no. a private owner that's different if it's know. a private owner that owns less than four units yeah yeah, yeah. then yes that's if they true. own more Who than owns four, less than four units out here no. if they own like, more than four units then that fair and equal housing act applies mm. to them and they cannot charge you more based on an emotional support animal. They can't even force you to pay an extra monthly rent and you do not have to pay an extra deposit for your pets. And that's on Rambo and Moses being my emotional support animals. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, Macaroni, he's pretty, he's emotionally supportive. I might I have to look that into that him. one. But yeah, no, like, but so I paid $4,000 a month out here. Yep. And I, yeah, it was 4,000. I was in Long Beach. I wasn't even in a nice part of LA. Oh, why? We need to talk. It came furnished, I'm assuming. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So but even then, that seems steep for Long Beach. I agree. It was, it was I, I didn't know, but I wasn't on a travel game. It yeah. was, it was kind of last minute. I, well, I'd worked out a place. I the think first they knew place you had was that like travel nurse money and they took, they took yeah, you for a well, ride. The first, the first place I worked out, it was only 2,700, which I was like, not bad. Yeah, but then we got it. there and things were not, they were not as, they were not as they had been made out to seem in the ad. Mm, yeah. Mm. So I uh, ended up having to move and then it was 4000 a month. And then somebody was still smoking crack outside my window <laughs> in Long Beach. That's I was like, I can't, I, was, I felt so, I felt bamboozled. <laughs> I could not believe that I paid that much. 
for somewhere for there to still be somebody outside my rin- window partaking in those activities. Yes, Welcome yes, to I California. Was shocked. <laughs> I know. Yeah. And I, like that's like my most California story I have is yeah. I tell people at home that and they like first of all they're shocked at the four thousand dollars and then they're like what are you kidding at all hours of the night out there just smoking like drugs it's yeah. like yeah it's just that's california i'm not sure the weather was good though <laughs> yeah i mean i was like I, and i would do it again and yeah. i do it again and yeah. i would do it again i'm not surprised at the at the price i'm surprised at the location of the price i think yeah, I, yeah like yeah. if i was in venice or like west side that's totally on brand for like that area like i'm like yeah, yeah. it's like normal i'd like to say i know better now yeah. i'd like to think hey that. you know what we're learning right it's i all learned a journey. and you know i had yeah. a good time yeah so i'd probably do it the same way again and i think they like upped it based on the furnished part because i pay mm-hmm. well it had a, it had a little ton. yard too like i mean okay. it was a nice little place like it had like a little yeah. small yard How close which i to the beach i don't remember i think maybe like I mean, like, not close enough. No, it's probably, yeah, it probably yeah. like seven or so blocks. No, so it wasn't no. that bad. No, if you had to think about <laughs> well, it, it I'm wasn't from Tennessee. Close I'm landlocked. This is everywhere out here is close to the beach. <laughs> this is all great. Like yeah. I just, I would go just eat my dinner at the beach. Like no, there was no ocean shit in view the car. No, with oh, no ocean no, no. view over there. Okay. No, no. <laughs> I looked into somebody else's. If you take window. another travel contract, let us be your housing manager. We'll okay, I'm down for it because yeah, like I said, my view was somebody else's window. Like there was that's their kitchen. They're doing laundry today. And the crackhead. Yeah, that yeah, and that was that was the master view. <laughs> <And the crackhead. laughs> yeah. It was. It was wild. And man, the parking out here, I um, almost came unglued as soon as I saw. Take a travel assignment in Orange County. We have parking. Oh, that was beautiful. I love LA, you're gonna yeah. pay for parking everywhere yeah. you go. Yeah, that's we, the only reason. Well, I, actually, that's not true. I pay for parking at one of my places. I was so close to moving to LA in the last month and then i renewed my lease in orange county which i'm pissed about sorry i just i fucking hate the parking in la it makes yeah. me yeah irate like yeah. i become unhinged and the street sweepers which I, I, I didn't know about that i found out but i didn't know about it was that ticket uh yes. 70 dollars the yeah. first time the and first was, time the first yeah time. i mean it was 70 the second time and the third time it was rough <laughs> and I, I didn't realize that sides of the street get it's different days yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. i didn't know that i yeah. thought okay well monday street sweeping day okay cool we can park wherever after that and i got home one day i was like oh this is a great spot great right across the street love it oh yeah no that was tuesday that's street sweeping day if that you day. find a spot that easy it's probably because it's yeah, gonna get ticketed I, I didn't it's too know good that. to be true yeah, we, yeah, yeah. look we got lots of parking lots in tennessee i didn't yeah. know all that i was just like this is great wow a spot right here in front of my house how convenient <laughs> i just my yeah something should have went off as a little red flag but it didn't i just thought whatever i'm tired i'm ready to go to bed this is fabulous this is great yeah uh-huh. it was great honestly, it was I... probably worth the 70 dollars. there's times where i'm just like honestly the frustration of finding a spot would be worth the ticket at this point yeah and then all the times. people oh my gosh out there too they'll like they'll move their car specifically and wait in their car and then the street sweeper goes by and once it goes by <laughs> they park right back there it's a shit mm, it was live. horrible <laughs> and all these people would have like all these beater cars they'd have like six cars and mm. they'd move them all right after the other and then they just leave them there for three days like, oh, do dear. you guys have shit to do i know that's yeah and i i know i was like do they Maybe pay somebody is- to maintain these parking spots probably yeah that's what i was thinking yeah. i was i was irate yeah, yeah. but yes and as soon as i got out the airport yesterday i just my road rage was back in tennessee oh, i was be lottie dying driving <laughs> i'm like whatever y'all go ahead now okay cool yeehaw woo and then now here I got, I was like, what the fuck are they doing? They just pulled out in front of me. Fuck you. What do you think? You, who, do you know who I am? Uh, no, they don't know who I am. <laughs> like, no, no. Like, why am I getting worked up? But it's just the energy of the city. Love it. Yeah, was, it is. It's it's all that's all vibes. Yeah, sure. yeah. Mm-hmm. And everyone wonders why I'm always like so aggro. It's like because I probably just sat in t- two hours worth of traffic, four or five, to go three miles, and yep. then got two fucking screws in my tire. 
Yeah, yeah. Love that for me. Yeah. So I'm curious about this. Okay, moving into like TikTok thoughts. Yes. Um, it's a little taboo to be like, you know, in healthcare and be on, t- on social media. Like, what are your thoughts on that? Uh, probably that you have to do it the right way. Like, mm. I think that there is a lot of comedy that people find that does kind of patronize patients. And I'm mm. not necessarily on board with that. I think there's a very fine line. Mm-hmm. Sometimes people dance over the line yeah. uh, between what is funny and what's making fun of someone. Mm-hmm. So I have to be very intentional with my content to make sure that my content empowers patients. In a, yeah. And even if it's funny, because sometimes sure. like the job is kind of funny. Yeah. Like, I don't know. It's it's. it's it's the most wild job Sometimes when you think about it. Sometimes if you don't it. laugh, you cry. Yeah. Like, and it's, do you we have to talk about humor. how wild it is? Like, yeah. oh, I just did CPR over there and now grandma's over here like asking me to feed her mashed potatoes. <laughs> it's a very like, it's kind of wild. Yeah. So there is a lot about it that is funny and that, you know, but I think that some people take it a little far and especially when they're at work filming TikToks, I don't like that. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't mind if you rent a space out and it looks like a hospital, but if you're at work filming TikToks, yeah. something about that feels icky to me. Who do you think is like, is there, are there creators that you like that you think are just doing it right? Like you like them and you think they're just like, they're, you know what I mean? Uh, do you guys know uh, Chrissy PRN? Yes. Oh, I, I think she's doing, she's doing a great job. Love her. Like she's, she's do I think she's doing amazing in terms of like what she's doing for the profession, pro- the education she's providing. I really like her. Yeah. Her, uh, her content. Yeah. And then I also, I like, I mean, I've, I've liked my girl gang, my TikTok girl gang. And yeah. I love all of them. Like it's yeah. like Reese's RN, Anna. She's Anna's awesome. Great. And like um, Sybil, Lex, yeah, traveling nurse, Sybil, or uh, Lex, she's awesome. Mm -hmm. Uh, Kennedy, she's she's like newer, she's up and coming, she's actually in LA, she does a lot of good stuff. But yeah, like that, you know, all them, I'm like, wow, you guys are all great. I know. It's amazing. Great people. Yeah, yeah, so I like all their stuff, but yeah, so, yeah, I think, you know, like, there's a lot, there's just so many creators that I think are doing it well, and they're doing it in their own way, that it's like, to me, to even, like, I can't even start to name them all, because I'll just keep going down the list. It's a rabbit hole. We love that for us. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty cool. What do you think is like the most important thing? Like what, when you're getting, what are you getting out of your social media? I want, I want to make sure that my, I use, I always say this, but I want to use my power to empower others. And so that's what's most important to me is knowing that the way that I carry myself, the way I talk about things, it can help other people do better at their jobs. And even if it's just one person that has a, you know, that is able to stay at bedside for a few more months. Or is able to enjoy their job at bedside for once, then that makes a difference to me, mm-hmm. and that's what I like. Like I don't know if I'm out here like trying to make no grand, big, huge change, but you know, one person at a time. Yeah. Well, and TikTok is this interesting balance of entertainment, but it's also a tool for advocacy. So, mm-hmm. what are like kind of your favorite topics or things to make content on? Yeah. On TikTok, or how do you? Yeah. I love, so I, I love talking about ratios. I love talking about how, you know, it, like empowering nurses at the bedside is a big thing. Like, you know, making sure that nurses know that they don't have to tolerate certain assignments or they don't have to tolerate the mistreatment. Um, I like bringing awareness to those kinds of issues. Also, I like, um, I have a lot of like little things I'm passionate about that I don't necessarily talk about on there. Like, I really love like, well, I, I do talk a lot about race and like that kind of thing, mm-hmm. especially from where I come from. Yeah, advocacy. Yeah, yeah. I yeah, like I like do. talking a lot about you know different issues like that, systemic raci- racism, especially systemic racism in healthcare because right. it's a very big thing. Um, I like I like I talk about a lot of like for me a big a important passion of mine is like Spanish speaking community because I also speak oh. Spanish. Oh, and you so, do? Yeah, yeah, I do. Sick. So it's yeah, it's I have another degree in it. It's like my first. I guess it was my first degree I got when I got my nursing one, but. It's like, I, that's really important to me that those kinds of patients feel heard that may not have a voice when they're at the hospital, especially where I'm at, because there's nobody, no providers out there speak Spanish. It's like, oh. unheard of. Yeah. 
So I like that a lot. And then also, um, it's in like, uh, healthcare for the indigenous population is really important to me too. Mm-hmm. So my grandma is, um, she's actually, a like, she's registered with the tribe. She's a tribal member. So is my mom, but like she comes from the reservation. And so we go back there and like, we see the conditions that they have to face at their different tribal hospitals. And that's, that's really important to me. So I like to, you know, speak out on that sometimes as well, just to bring awareness to it and advocate as best I can. On the fun side, I'll say I absolutely love your nail. Your nail. Oh, uh, my nail stuff. Oh, I know. That's just, that's just Ryan being fun. And your fun stuff. I love it. I live for it. I'm like, yeah. oh, these nails. The I know. Nails I, was so telling, I was telling somebody the other day, that's like me and my inner child. Yeah. Like somebody was telling me like, what do you do for your inner child? How are you taking care of your inner child? And I was like, what yeah. did I like to do when I was a kid? And I thought, I played with Barbies all the time. Like. <laughs> I like did their nails and did their little hair. I had and your wigs. Dolls. Yeah, I know. I was like, oh, I did all this stuff. Like, and now I'm like, wow, I became the Barbie. I'm out here <laughs> dressing myself, doing my stuff. This is amazing. You are so cute. I'm obsessed. Like, I love all of your, like, how you do all of your, your little glam moments. Yeah. Like, I think it's so fun. I it is. Yeah. It's like, relatable. And, yeah. And I like, yeah, it was, I know. I was just, but I got to thinking, wow, that's really I just, I've been doing it all along. And I was over here thinking, how am I taking care of my inner child? Yeah. No, I'm just doing it by taking care of me and think, having fun with that stuff. I think it's a nice outlet for nurses to see that you can speak on all these issues, but then again, you still have your own life and personality outside mm-hmm. of your profession. And I think that's yeah. such an important portrayal that people need to see. Yeah. yeah. And going forward, I was like, I was actually talking to some other friends and they were telling me that it's, that they would like to see more of my real who I am off camera on my TikTok. Cause even though you guys might think I'm super outspoken on TikTok, it's not even half of like who I really am. Yeah. So I think yeah. that I'm hopefully going forward, able to more, incorporate that more. I'm not really sure how to do that. Cause I'm not like, I don't like the whole It's interesting thing, like but. to, to feel the evolution too. Cause I feel like I, I came from Instagram. We both come from Instagram world and it's so hard. Cause I'm like, I'm, I'm over there on TikTok watching it and I'm obsessed with it and I love it. But I'm like, how can I shift into and like try and make it authentic and like yeah. be a little bit more for us. It's just hard because production wise, yeah. it's just, there's so much going on in the back end. So we're like, we just are so busy and I'm like, yeah. I'm, how do I do this where I can make it more authentic? But I love hearing that because I feel like the evolution of like what, how of content creation, right? Like it's yeah. like, it's a thing, right? You're always mm-hmm. constantly trying to figure out like, okay, how can I do this better? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I, I'm just over here like, yeah, I'm like, well, I just filming stuff on my couch with my hair up. Like, woo, I yeah. just got off a shift. I've been up for 20 hours. Yeah. But then it's like, I don't know. And I'm like, wow, I wonder how good that content would land if I like actually dressed up and looked nice or <laughs> something. Huh, who knows? But then I'm also like, will I lose my authenticity if I do right. it different? Who knows? What's the number one question you get in your DMs? Oh, my gosh. Uh, it's always new grad advice. In mine, too. Always. Ours too. They are so anxious. I'm mm-hmm. like, y'all all need to just calm down. <laughs> it's Okay. Even if it's not okay, it's okay. I like to frame it in this way. We went through the same schooling, education, and we graduated. At least I can speak for Tori and I when social media didn't exist. Mm -hmm. So we had not one blogger, influencer, anyone. So you were lucky if you had someone in your family or you had friends or other people that worked in healthcare that you could maybe go to for advice. But other than that, we just went into it blind. Yeah. We graduated. For sure. We fucking hopefully got a job. And then we were just thrown into it. And like, look, we survived. And we're so happy that we can provide you with resources and information. But I think kind of to your point, like, just breathe. Yeah. It'll be okay. Because look, we did it. And we did it with zero direction. You guys are doing it with a multitude of resources and people to gather information from. 
So just like take a breath. It'll be okay. I'll yeah. think, I almost think to be honest, it might be overload. Yeah. For all yeah, these new grads. Like it's like almost causes more anxiety. It. Yeah. Which it is, you know, there's some things that I want to change in healthcare. I ain't going to lie. It's right. not perfect. And it's important to talk about. It's important yeah. for those of us. And in, to draw attention to it, to the, make sure the public knows that this ain't, you know, this ain't that great. Y'all ain't getting that good of healthcare out right. here. Right. Right. But, but it's also, all, yeah. It's There's a great, good parts of it too. Absolutely. Like, and that was another thing I was going to ask you. Um, cause you did a really great video on, it was a, it was in response to maybe the upcoming NP nurse. What was her name? Anyway, you basically were saying, um, that you still love the profession. Yeah. And, um, you were kind of speaking to, you know, the fact that it's still an opportunity for example, like single mothers who are, yes. who are, you know, able to support themselves and for a lot of people can pull themselves out of situations that they wouldn't normally to. And I thought that was a great video. I was like, yes, like that is the conversation. Those are kind of the conversations I think we should also be having. Yeah. And also like when you make content, negative content gets a lot of attention. And yes. I think people are very quick to make videos criticizing things because people love that. Like it That's plays into, hits. yeah, it's a negative feedback loop. Well, you know what I mean? It, or, mm -hmm. You know, like it's like, this is, this is, like that's what people watch that's what people follow you for they like clickbait exactly like i yeah. used to do videos where i'd like clap back at people in the comments which like they're pretty funny i'll be honest i might not stop making them i don't know <laughs> but you know that that gets a lot of views and stuff but you know is that what i want my whole platform to be no yeah so the i don't know so it's important to me to also make the positive stuff and talk about how even though nursing might not be super great at the bedside right now it still provides so many opportunities to so many people mm -hmm. and you yeah. can do so much with it. I know. That's how we feel. It's so interesting because I, I do think like at the core of it, I still love the profession. I love what I do. And it's just, but the systemic issues, obviously they're big issues. We gotta, we gotta get change going. And I feel like one of the ways to do that is to start yelling on social media and start having attention on these things. But then it's that balance of like, don't overstimulate yourself to the point of like, I hate it now because I'm so mad of yeah, all these things. Start questioning your entire life up yeah. to that point. Like, am I doing the right thing? Like you're just in your second semester of nursing yeah. school. Just chill fine, out. Fine. You're fine. Just pass your pharmacology exam. <laughs> And call it a day. I almost feel like it might be better for them to like, just shut it off. Don't watch. Yeah. Just like, just, just focus, focus, focus on your shit. Yeah. And go out this weekend and calm down and yeah. catch your phone. You know, so last time I went to Turks and Caicos, this was a couple of weeks ago, a couple of months ago. I like I how you said the last time. Yeah, I go a lot. <laughs> very that's, casual. That's, that's my Panama City. Did you notice City. that? Yeah. It was very the casual. Time. The last it's time It's my I Panama went. City. It's just who I am. Like, I'm sorry. I'm not going to play. Hey, I am here for it. Get it <laughs> no, clean. No, I like, I like Turks and Caicos a lot. It's really fun. But, uh, which, it, which I have friends down there now. So that's why I go so often is because we go back and see our little friends and stuff. But, um, when I went, my phone, I had set the alarm the night before and then the next morning it didn't go off because my phone broke. Mm. Like, and I'm talking like I was going to the airport at 3am. Like I just woke up conveniently at 2am somehow. Shit. And I was looked at the clock and I was like, Oh my God, thank God I bought this alarm clock couple of weeks ago because now i know the time otherwise my phone is off it doesn't work yeah. so i ended up going to the like on my island vacation for a week with no phone service i oh. brought like a second generation ipad like that was all i had out there I just had this ipad i was like well whatever and i was like can i like go to the bar with my ipad you think can i take photos at the bar like this and then no, it was it was cool though but it was such a refreshing week i was i just felt so in tune with myself Turn and on. i was just at i was at dinner just you know eating dinner enjoying dinner and i found myself way more in tune with the world around me. I was feeling the wind on my skin and smelling the smells and yeah. it was amazing. So I don't know. I think people would just do a lot better if we took more breaks from our phones. I agree. And here in LA, man, everybody's on their phone all the time. I know. Yeah. It's like, we, I was telling them, we went to this place yesterday. Four people came in, walking in a row, getting led to the table. All four of them were on their phones. 
Like, how do you all even know where you're walking? It just blew my mind. We have a new, uh, Jacob and I have a new thing where at dinner, at like our, for our date nights and whatnot, or if we're doing something together, we have a limited to no phone rule, unless it's something where like, I'm like, I really do want to share this. So like, it's like an experience we're doing. So I'll share. But honestly, like I do my best when we sit down at a dinner, like no phone, no phone, not doing it. Yeah. Don't care if I'm going to share. I don't want to share the food. You I'll, you know, no, it's okay. Yeah. I, I don't need to do that. It's more important to focus on the person in front of me. Yeah, it was. And yeah, I try and do that a lot too. And then even that week, everybody's like, what about the photos? Are you not going to take any photos <laughs> while you're down there? And I was like, well, on my iPad. <laughs> this that like, reminds me of like the old people. Like my grandma walks yeah. around like Easter, like with her iPad going like yeah, taking yeah. people's pictures. And we're like, yeah. grandma, put the iPad down. I know one day I felt particularly unsettled. I don't know why I just had an anxious day. And I like was like, well, I guess I'm just going to read some Eckhart Tolle quotes here on the internet on my iPad outside. And I, I was like, it. even this is kind of lame now. So I just sat outside. And it was just, it was amazing. Yeah. I, I could recommend that to everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you know, you know what? And I still came back with photos. Everybody else took photos. They took enough photos for me. Yeah, for sure. I was yeah. like, oh, look, that's a good photo of me. Cool. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Love that for you. Yeah, it, was, it was it was really cool. I was so grateful for it. At first, it was I was a little anxiety inducing that morning because mm-hmm. it's like, how am I supposed to get my boarding pass? I'm going to have to use one on paper. <laughs> oh, my God. Peasants. Archaic. <laughs> yeah. And then at, like all my friends, I was like, if you guys want to get in touch with me, just uh, text my iPad. Text <laughs> my iPad. <laughs> like, at least I have iMessage. Maybe. Oh, if you sweet. got if you got texts, we got you got to send me a Facebook message. Sorry. <laughs> Because I wasn't even, I wasn't even hooked up to all my social media on there. I was literally, it's just an old iPad I had. Oh God. What? Oh, go ahead. Oh, I was going to ask this probably the same go. one. What advice would you give to your 18 year old self? Oh man. Baby Ryan. Just slow down. It's okay. Yes. Slow down. I think I was in such a rush. I've always been, I think up until this past year or two, I've always been in such a rush. Okay. I have a question about that. So you come from like the Midwest. Mm-hmm. Do you think that, and I was talking about this with someone who's from the Midwest, do you think the pressure to kind of like be an adult is more so from people than the Midwest than like from us? It's just like, I'm 36 and I still think I'm 18. Like I am a Peter Pan. Like, and I just feel like other people from like the Midwest, it's very much like, Oh, we got to be married by this certain age, have kids, buy a house and like have this grown up adult life. And I feel like in Southern California, we have a lot of perpetual Peter Pans that are just out here. Yeah. Floundering. Yeah. No, it's yeah. Very culturally out there. Very much. I think almost everybody that I graduated high school is married now mm-hmm. or divorced by now. But. Oh, oh, T. Uh, yeah. It's true. I mean, you know, it's true. Like yeah. a lot of them got married, but a lot of them also got divorced later. So yeah. Yeah. I'm glad I didn't marry who I was with when I was 18. So, mm-hmm. Ooh, we so you know, yeah, right. Like, but it, yeah, there is such a lot of cultural pressure out there just because every, that's what everybody does. They want the like white picket fence. And I was not a white picket fence type girl at the time. I would actually argue in California, it's geographical. Like, Central California is kind of like that. And then like Orange County. I forget County. Central California exists in my defense. Yeah. No offense to you. Is that what? Well, that, I think I count Bakersfield as the start of it. Okay. Yeah. Because like, you've left LA, you've emerged there. And I would say there up to Sacramento, like, which that includes Fresno area. in between the whole middle. Yeah. But I, no offense. I just forget it exists. Yeah. that's. <laughs> I would say that is very much like that the mm-hmm. Midwest mindset. And then. I feel like Orange County is kind of like that too. Like everyone wants to be married and have kids. I feel like Orange County is like that, which is weird because I am the most un-Orange County person that lives in Orange County. Yeah, Parts of San Diego too, but yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. Orange County gives me very like mommy blogger vibes. Like 
Utah mommy blogger vibes yeah, or yeah, something. Yeah, sure. That's very specific. Yeah. yeah. I like how I knew exactly but what you know exactly you know about. Exactly oh, about. yeah, I did. I, yeah. I can't name a Utah mommy blogger, but I know that you vibe. You can picture you know it. You can close your yeah, eyes and yeah, see the, the Instagram yeah. mommy blogger. Uh-huh. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, for sure. The one that organizes all her shit. Yes. And puts yes. her Cokes in, like, little containers and has yeah. those juice packs. Yeah. And puts their eggs in, like, out of the box it came in and into oh my the container. God. Oh my god. How do you know when they go bad? I did that though. Oh, I, guilty. Guilty. How do you know when they go bad? How do you know? We eat them before they go. I don't know. Oh, you do? I don't know. Well, that's good. We go I through don't. we go through enough. I'm like, I'm I gotta check. Know. I definitely don't. I don't know. That's okay. To each his own. If you like washing off shit like that, you yeah. do it. It's fine. I just wash it's my fun I eat to watch. It. You want to know another unpopular opinion? I don't wash my produce before I eat it. I, on certain things I do, but not everything. Listen, my dad's a farmer. Yeah. My grandpa's a farmer. My grandpa farmed in the fucking like 30s when the pesticides that you used to spray on would make you have an arm. Yeah. You'd have limbs growing out of your like torso that didn't yeah. belong there. And they're fine. He lived to be 86. So I'm like, these, and I don't want to live past that anyway. So it's good. 2020 <laughs> baby pesticides. You mean like I'm, my chain smoking grandma? That's yeah, right? I'm okay, not yeah. worried about them. I'm like, I'm gonna eat it. Yeah. If I wash it, if it's convenient, but if there's not like a sink around, I'm not gonna be like, I can't eat this strawberry. There's only so many things you can worry about these days. Everybody's yeah. got a comment for every single fucking thing, and I'm like, just let me live. Let me live. Okay? I know. And then I've always I like those videos where they're like they put the fruit in the water and they're like, look at all this nasty stuff came out of your food. Yeah, you're like, I'm like shut the fuck. I'm like, do you like, know wow, that's what wild. type of other yeah. things I've had in my mouth? Like, <laughs> and I'm worried you know about true. this fucking strawberry. Are you, nah, I'm fine. Oh, they're like, look at all these bugs crawling out. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, wild. Yeah, wild. Okay. Right. My mom used to that go behind the, the pesticide truck while it sprayed. It's They'd the ride their bikes concerning. behind the pesticide truck. Like, I'm all right. It'd be okay. Yeah, way yeah. more problematic things in my mouth than yeah. some fruit. <laughs> What are you binge watching? Anything good right now? Netflix. Uh, 90 Day Fiance. Oh, I'm on season it's a, seven. Oh boy. That's a good one. Yeah. That never good. Fails. I really like the, the people, the, the Turkish couple. Well, the guy's <laughs> Turkish. He doesn't, he only speaks Turkish. And then the lady's from the Midwest. She's from Nebraska. So I don't know oh, how they communicate. They like use a little Google Translate. And oh it's my like, God. I know, which I've, like, my friends have done that. We've gone to other countries. Yeah. These guys will like come up and like talk to them on their Google Translate. And I'm like, I ain't got time for all that shit. But I admire y'all that you all do have time for it. I think they're still married and stuff. I did that's look right. it up. I, that's that's my toxic trait. I, <laughs> I look I it up. Like I'm like, while well, I'm watching, I'm like, I need to know if there's children go there. Or I was like, there's no point in me watching this. Yeah. I, that's, I love Lifetime because I feel like all of their shows make me feel just better about myself, myself <laughs> and what I, the life choices I've made. Uh, when I see some of these shows, I'm like, okay, I'm not well, but I'm not that unwell there yeah 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 i'm doing all right yeah anything fun coming up that you can share with the audience anything Uh, good no nothing good nothing crazy i I might make a few tiktoks in a couple love that for you i don't know know. no i I mean i've got like a bunch of trips playing that's gonna be pretty fun i'm excited about going to belize in a couple weeks yay um you know, I'm, I think I'm just going to enter the season of my life, just travel. I think I'm the, the rest of the year, after I finish this contract out, I think I'm just going to go PRN at, uh, like, my other job, my other PRN job, and just see I love this. Me. This is good yeah. energy. That's the vibe. Yeah, I, I just like, love that you have options, and then you can mm-hmm. start next year and be like, do I want to travel again? Do I want to take a staff position? Do I want to stay PRN? Just, like, yeah. I feel like, as nurses, like, always keep that upper hand. Yeah. Like, you have the upper hand right now because you have – the options exactly like I, I made a budget the other day and i was shocked no, just shocked because like i was i was overestimating when i was putting the stuff down and i thought to myself wow like i got to the final total and i was like wow i don't really need that much mm. to survive 
Right. And I was like, actually, let me let me calculate how much I need here. <laughs> and then I didn't ran the numbers and I thought, okay. I was like, well, why am I freaking out? Like, why, why am I in such a rush? Why do I have this like scarcity mindset about it? Yeah. When really like everything I've ever wanted has come to me eventually, yeah. you know, when it was supposed to. So. Okay. Well, pimp yourself out, my love. Where can everybody find you? All the platforms, all the things. So I'm on TikTok at Ryan P. That's me. R-Y-A-N-N-P-D-A-T-S-M-E. Uh, so that's it. It's, you know, just, you know, if you type in Ryan, you'll probably find me, but I'm also on Instagram. So you can find me there, but that's pretty much it. I post stories on my Instagram a lot. It's getting a little wild in LA. I might post a little bit more. There's some, there's a couple wild videos. So Except wait. the bars close at 2 a.m. I care. know. I, I'm t- it's horrible. I know. Can you believe it? I don't know if that's like, it, it must be a regulation thing. Is that? Yeah, how, that's what they said. Be. They yeah, said, they said yeah, yeah. The, yeah, yeah, we have we to stop serving it too. It's and I was like, this is the thing, lamest yeah. big city I've ever been to. <laughs> You're not I was, wrong. Not yeah, wrong. I was so mad. Yeah. And everybody was just okay with it. I was like, y'all aren't protesting this? <laughs> this is trash. It's been like that since yeah. before I was even 21. I know. And then I, well, I was talking to these guys in line and they were like, well, what, what's it like in Nashville? That's what I thought. They think it's like some rinky dink little small town, which it is. It's a mini Vegas. It's all right. You know, it's I fun. like it. But yeah, it's fun. It's cool. No, it's way better than it was when I was 18. Yeah. When I was 18, we were just going to these trashy little clubs. But yeah. it's way better now. But it's like, yeah, I was like, we go all night. Yeah. They can serve all night. Yeah. Yeah. And even then you can go to a place and stay locked in until 6 a.m. And they'll still serve you. You just can't tell nobody about it. I feel like for my liver's sake, I'm glad that California used to shut it down too. I can't imagine being 21. Oh, I'd be ratchet. I wish I could see the here And it wasn't right like, no, but do you know how much of a just flaming hot mess I was? And if I had the ability to stay out even later and even make more bad decisions, it would have been all bad. Like, okay, wait. I just start later. That's but all. But then we is. would go. Like, if we really wanted to turn up, we'd go to Vegas. It's only a three hour drive from here. I know. And then it That'd was like dangerous. that's where we would really just I'm let so it glad, all. Yeah. So it's like we saved the the real good times. I'm glad my best friend moved out of Vegas. I'm glad he did because it was wild, wow, ratchet. Okay, if someone's visiting Nashville, I have to ask this. Okay. And oh, yeah. there, what are three places they have to hit? Like, have to go to? Doesn't matter what it is. Anything. Okay, you have to go to Broadway, which is downtown. There's like 20 bars, and they're all multi-level. They're all like three level, four level. They have a rooftop. It's fun, you can, and they're all free. So I don't pay no here everywhere no, cover charges. Yeah. Oh my god, I'm not paying a cover charge for somewhere that I'm gonna get kicked out of at 2 a.m. Yeah, that's so, my rule too. Right. Oh, anyways, uh. and the drinks are all pretty cheap too. So you have to go there. Um, another really great place out there is um the the East Side, East Nashville. It's a little bit more of a low-key kind of scene a little more eclectic i guess is yeah. a better word um is there a restaurant or like a oh, good shop yeah. you have to go so, to there you know there's this new place called fifth and broadway and it's kind of like a uh, cafe so what, what is it like a Cute. like a food court style thing but all of the food court like in there is traditional like not traditional but local nashville restaurants oh i love that they've done like satellites cool. of you know places that have been in nashville that are small businesses and they you can get like you know nashville hot chicken while you're there you can get all kinds of food that's specific to Nashville. And then you're also in the middle of Broadway. So when you're done there, you can leave. Yeah. But brunch is a big thing out there. So if I you're out that. there, you got to go get brunch somewhere. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't matter where. Just Google good brunch. <laughs> Google bottomless <laughs> mimosas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you'll find some. You'll yeah. end up somewhere good. Yeah. It's yeah, all yeah. good. I haven't been to all of them, but I know that they're great. What's your What's your favorite brunch spot? Um, their stateside kitchen is really good out there. Okay. It's pretty good. It's a uh, mid-century modern, which I really I'm like, obsessed. but it's like a mid-century modern kind of, it's good. They have good bottomless drinks too. On the weekends. Yes, 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 yes. Love that for us. Thanks. Oh, yeah. If y'all are ever in town, you come sit, come my way. Oh. I'll take you out, but we're going to stay out a while. 
Okay, oh, so can we please? I have to take my. We're Red doing a trip to Nashville. Red Bull vodkas. To <laughs> yeah, no, for, yeah, yeah, Red Bull vodkas. That's great. That's my vibe. <laughs> that's what I used to drink when I would go to Vegas when I was twenty-one because I would stay out until the sun would be rising. There'd be children in line with their parents at the taxis, and my ho ass is in this dress <laughs> with my makeup smeared and my heels off, yeah. barefoot, looking. All sorts of embarrassing. Black feet, yeah. yeah, smeared oh, makeup. The yeah. only issue I take what is the shoes. What a time to be alive. Off. That's the only issue I take with that. Everything else sounds. Funny. Oh, I was one of those girls. You know the, yeah. the, the skank <laughs> ass girls. That's you were the taking your shoes yep. off at the club. Absolutely. Oh, there's glass down there. Oh, no, no, no. I, I was... wait till I left the club. Oh, okay. Just, but, just no. I would do it just, straight up yeah. in the club. I would. I'm not even gonna lie because I cannot for the life of me keep heels on for the whole night. I can't. Can't do it. That's all right. Uh, I was just ratchet. It's your major character. We've all. We've all been there. It's a huge flaw. Not just, proud of it. It's okay. <laughs> There's a lot of things it I'm not proud of. You know, <laughs> it is what it is. Sam comes for me. I got a lot of flaws. <laughs> it's good. It's good. Well, next time, uh, well, we're going to have to make a trip to you should. Like, I, honestly, uh, Whenever should. anybody comes, I'm all about it. I'll all take right. you to all the fun places. We're okay. going to have a good time. I don't okay. know where we'll end up, but I promise we'll <laughs> have a good it. time. I love it. You just got to be open-minded. All right. We're doing it. Yeah. Done. Don't Please don't wear cowboy boots. That's no, not my vibe. I don't even own them. I don't I own a pair, but... I, no. I don't no, wear no, them. No, 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 no. We're not here for that. Good. I don't like it at all. <laughs> That's not my vibe. Thank you, Thank so, you so much for coming. No, you're good. Thank this you for having awesome. me out. This has been fun. Yeah. I was so nervous, and now I'm like, this is really ah, chill. I'm just well, talking to my is, homies. This yeah. Is girl talk. Yeah, this is girl time. Yeah, this is fun. Yeah. I like it. I like your show. I know I binge watched it on the plane here. So oh, thank you. Let me, let me get Hopefully it was good. It was good. I really liked it. These girls are unhinged. I really liked it. It was really, yeah. I felt more comfortable. I was like, okay, yeah. This is actually something that we align. That's yeah, good. Yeah, I'm gonna have a good yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. we keep it. We real. know we know our peeps. Yeah, like I feel like that's we're like, not everyone's cup of tea, but right. we are somebody's vodka tonic, <laughs> or uh, mango white flavored white cloth. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just man. I just take them shots of Tito's. I'm like, give me a shot of Tito with a lime. That's my girl. <laughs> right. All right. Thank you so much, thank Ryan. You. Yeah. Thank y'all. I just want to hang out with her every day. Oh my gosh, Ryan! How do you convince her to move here? Also, like, for I just, good. I want to like start talking with a southern accent just because she's got this i feel like you are a tag along where the second you hear it you start to do it and it's like tori stop it's so hard to not do you know you're like like, madonna when she started having a london accent and everyone was like why is this happening anyway ryan p we love you hope you guys enjoyed this show as always as you guys know make sure you're following us on our insta that's at c-e-l-l-f-i-e underscore podcast you can find all of the goodies there linked in our bio our merch our supporting partners all the savings for you right there find our trova trips make sure you go get on the wait list for iceland and sign up for bali there's still spots left and download subscribe rate and review if you leave us a review on apple Podcasts. drop your ig handle and we will reach out to you, send you some swag, stickers, pins, all the goodies. Yes. And I will be sending them out soon, you guys. Um, There's so, been so many lately. I know. Thank I you. know. Thank you, you guys. <laughs> Literally, Sam and I have been talking about this. Like, we just, we are so appreciative of every single one of you. Thank you for the reviews. It means so much to us. Helps us, really supports the show as well. And make sure you're following us on our Insta. That's at Nurse Tori. And at Hey Samantha with two A's. And we will see you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.